Southern Vanguard Radio. This is DJ John Doe. And to the left of me is my man. Lord Chino. Cappuccino Meeks. Mr. What up? Me. Homie, what's good? How are man? you, my man? Hey, man, there's a whole lot going on. There's right a now. whole lot going on right now. Yeah. Uh, so this is Southern Vanguard Radio, um, and we actually have a very special guest. Man, I'm is, a bit overwhelmed. We have two special guests with us on this particular interview session. Right. One is on the phone, and the other one is lamping in the background. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> We're going to talk with him on the mix show this week, mm-hmm. Self Jupiter from Freestyle Fellowship. Yes, sir. Wow. Oh, I know. That's my homie. <laughs> DV just said, oh, shit, that's my homie. Yes, sir. What's going on, sir? What up, brother? <laughs> oh, man, living the good life. <laughs> What's up? Wow. So, uh, so, yeah, we played, uh, we played a record that uh that uh that self was on last week yep. and uh i posted it as we were doing the show and self hits me up and he's like hey i'm in you know is this public knowledge now yeah okay all right cool so sorry i didn't want to blow you up uh so uh self was like yo i'm in i'm in atlanta too i'm like what the fuck so anyway so we, we started kind of going back and forth and you know lo and behold you know we have a a, a legend hanging out with us tonight so Anywho, thank you, man, for coming by. I really appreciate yeah, man, it. No doubt, man. It was meant to be. All right, beautiful. Man, this little radio show, this little podcast <laughs> right here, man, I want to tell you what. <laughs> a fucking life changer. <laughs> it is. Is on, what we dealing with right here. On a number right of here. levels. Yeah, on a number man. of levels. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Mr. Meeks, yeah. uh, you had a good week? Um, All right. We- it just keeps getting better, man. Yeah, I, I can't complain. Yeah, yeah, I can't complain, man. Wouldn't do no good anyway. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking forward to this time off coming up, man. Yep. So uh, me too. Yeah, that's 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 what's on the menu. I need to send a big fuck you to Cobb County. Uh, I guess what transfer or I got well, maybe some Marietta City. I don't know what can, what, what would that be. We yeah, can do both that. of them. Yeah, get both of them in for there. fucking up. Yeah, both of my brand new tires on the entire right hand side of my vehicle, mm. fucking up my rims. I'm not my 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 wife and my four kids have basically no modes of tra- no mode of transportation right now. Mm. Damn, that happened today. I don't even know how we're here right now. Yeah. So, so anyway, fuck so fuck them. Uh, <laughs> luckily, no one was hurt. Yeah. Uh, and that's really all I care about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just money to fix it. We'll figure that out. Yeah. But uh, uh, anyway, I just wanted to give a big fuck you to Cobb County and the City of Marietta for that big nasty ass pothole on Canton Road. In Sandy Plains Road, that is no good. That's what's up. Very eloquent, right. I might add. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and fuck Christmas too. But you know that that's hey. just that's just that that time of year. That's every year. <laughs> I, and, and I drink to that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So anyway, uh, all the shit talking aside, uh, this is a Southern Vanguard Radio interview session. If this is, is the first time you're listening because you're a fan of Self Jupiter, or you're a fan of DV Alias Christ, who we have on the phone with us tonight. Then you need to follow us, like us, share it, uh, subscribe it, uh, you know, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, whoever, sister, brother, uh, and check us out every week. We drop twice a week, Tuesdays and 60, uh, 90 minute mix show. And then on Thursdays, it's an interview session twice a week. 
We're at episode ninety eight this week. That's right. We're, we're hitting our. We're coming around to Ben on our one hundredth and our one hundredth show. Yeah. Two year anniversary and some. How many interviews, Meeks? Oh, man, I sixty or seventy interviews. I, in the past I lost two years. count, man. Yeah. But uh, basically, you name them. We've talked to them yeah. and we got them. So, Absolutely. And you left somebody out. Please, oh, I did. please, yeah. please, for me and John, tell your mama about the show. <laughs> she needs to know what's going on over here. And tell I, tell I be over there tomorrow night, get a plate. <laughs> okay. All righty. Yeah. <laughs> and, with, <laughs> and with that. A hot plate. A hot plate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. All right. So I kind of, uh, I kind of let the cat out of the bag. I mean, I, you know, if they push play on the, on the, on the podcast, or oh, that's all them, good. they know what's good. What's yeah, going man. on, but, uh, we still Smithsonian great. We man. are Smithsonian great. Yeah. Uh, we have, uh, a very special guest with us on the, on the phone tonight. I like to say a big thanks to J 57 who uh, made the connection with DV alias Christ. DV. Brownsville. Brownsville in the house. What's good? What's good, people? How you doing, my man? Man, I'm blessed and highly favored. Very good. So, <laughs> very good. That's that. That's a that's a good thing to be. So, DV. Uh, so, I was, uh, you know, first off, it's a pleasure to have you on the phone. Uh, Thank you, man. It's a pleasure to be on the phone. Yeah, uh, you know, fan of many years, uh, you know, from all of us here in the room. Um, but I wanted to, um, I guess, why don't we just level set with everyone, like what the new shit is? Because um, you know, we, we've been playing the new record, uh, the new, uh, the joint with Redman. Uh, Jay was actually uh, kind enough to let me hear uh, the remix that's dropping in about a week. So mm-hmm. why don't we just level set with where you're at and, um, you know, talk about what the latest and greatest is with you. Um, well, I mean, as you spoke of, I got the record out right now with uh featuring rep man that many mafia produced and that's entitled lights out. Um, me and red did that record probably about <laughs> six, seven years ago. Mm. <laughs> And, you know, in most cases, you want to wait till shit is right because, you know, the industry has been a, an emotional roller coaster for someone like myself. Mm-hmm. So just watching the climate of certain shit, I just felt it was just the most appropriate time to release it this year, just with the way I see music going. So, and then uh, me and J57 have been in talks for a minute, uh, shout out to, to the brother Jim over at Soul Spasm who connected me and, and no J57 together. And as soon as we started communicating, you know, conversing, it was just, it was instant chemistry. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, instant chemistry. So when uh, the opportunity arrived to do a remix, I just, you know, threw the acapella his way. And I just let, you know, I just do it his way and walked away from it. I didn't even relatively uh, micromanage it or even, like, be, like, anal retentive as I possibly would have been with anybody else. I just let it be what it was going to be. And then he came back to me. He was like, yo, I got me and G. Coat. You know, we just yeah. killed the remix. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. There he is. You know, like. It was either going to be him. It was either going to be him 
or shall I say them or Rockwild. It was one of the two because mm-hmm. you know I've been you know doing uh, some some conversing with Rockwild on a few things as well, and he's about to do some work with Soul Spasm too. So um, on top of that, I have a, a, a album, a street album that I just threw out for the people for free. You know, on my audio Mac, it's on my Bandcamp, and it's on my website, and that's entitled "Ming Money Is Not God." Uh, subtitled "The Epic Presentation," acronym for EP, and um, it's pretty dope. I got Smoother Hustle on there. I got Sip, uh, my, my dude Scipio from the West Coast. Mm. Um, my brother King Prince is on there. I got two songs from him, two, two uh, production from Midi Mafia on there. Um, brother by the name of Mike Hands. Um, you know, so it's it's. I mean, it's pretty dope, man. You know, got Gene Gray on the record with me. Nice work. Um, you know, so it's it's. I mean, right now it's a little over twenty three thousand streams, so it's doing pretty well. You know yes. what I'm saying? And. Um, I got a new video I'm about to drop called Fuck the Money. And uh, I just shot that not too long ago with Embassy Elite. And um, I got uh, another record I'm dropping featuring uh, Blue and Razzcast. This record's called Streets Don't Love. I'm dropping that January 13th. Ooh. I was just about and to that, ask you about that, DV. Is that um, is that a fairly new record or is about you've been sitting on that one too? Nah, I, 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 that's fairly new. Science from uh, from the West Coast produced the track, and uh, my music rep from California, Omar Ecott, he actually helped put that record together. He put me on the blue, and uh, you know, lo and behold, Blue was just a, a big fan of my work and was like super stoked to do the record. So okay. I just felt it was kind of dope and just kind of make people scratch their head like DV on Blue, like. Yeah, you know, ass, but you know, blue like then. You know, it's just coming out the gate from people not hearing from me in a while with me fucking with the likes of people like him, Convince, Trill. You know, like just different. You know, a lot of up and coming shit. Yeah, know, I'm, I'm, I'm really listening to too. You know? Okay, so DV, I saw something somewhere when we were putting together the research topics for this um, mm-hmm. over the weekend that. You know, and it's the internet, so you can't believe everything you see, right? But um, uh, I believe you were quoted um, in this particular article. You were talking about the new album, um, and you said uh, th- it was motivated by pain. Can you elaborate? Yeah. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Like, what? Where's your head at right now, or where was your head at when you were making the album? Um. I just was going through a, through, through a lot, you know, went through a very bad breakup and uh, that kind of shifted shit for me for a minute. Um, me and my son, my oldest son, you know, we weren't talking for a while because he was going through his own depression, you know, okay. because of his grandmother. It's gotcha. just a lot of shit going on with my life personally that had nothing to do with music that was affecting me, you know, it was just dealing with shit with my system. And, and, you know, just family stuff. Right. You know, still, still grieving over my grandmother's passing. She was one of the oldest living cases with sickle cell. Oh, so wow. It was like, oh. That, like, yeah, it's a lot of that type of shit. But 
through all of it, you know, uh, when you when you realize that pain is the is the equivalent frequency to to uh, to good, right? So when you could just turn those things around and allow it to work for each other, that pain turns into pleasure, right? You know, whether you're working out or whatever level of pain is good pain. So I turned that pain into good pain and fused it into creating a lot of the music. So a, a lot of the shit that I'm going to be putting out, it may feel dark to people, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that's cool because I'm, I'm going through transitions at this point, you know, like I could write some happy shit, but then I'm not being true to where I'm re- where I really am. And right. I could still write a happy perspective, but it still has has to have the remnants of my reality and the reality and my reality is, is pain, you know, it's a right, lot of, right. you know, you, and just being in this industry too, like, you know, I, I, I took on a lot, not selling out, you know, and, and I don't mean just musically, just the shit that they want you to do in this music industry to get on. And I never had the mentality that I wasn't on because I see my influence still moving in the artists that put out music today. Absolutely. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, okay, job done. So what's next? Because I'm, (laughs) I'm like this, this mystical relic in the, in the music industry that people know about, but never seen. Hmm which is dope for me on some avant-garde shit because then now I could take that and start from zero. Just run with it. Yeah. 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 Because, you know, people, I was introduced into the game as the hook dude. You know, it's like, I hate when people say the East Coast Nate dog because ain't nobody saying that he was the West Coast Christ. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fuck out of here with that shit. Like, God bless his soul. Like, but we was on two different pages. I don't feel like that man did nothing remotely close to what I do. Cause first of all, I produce, I rap, I sing. Right. You know, like it's more to me than just being on someone's hook. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I've helped a lot of artists in this business and introduced a lot of producers like knots and a few other people mm. that no one would have knew of if, you know, I didn't work with them or say, Hey, check this guy out or check this video director out. So, uh, you know, we were, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Good. So DV, have you always been like that? Like kind of a connector, like, you know, being, being more than just an artist, knowing the video producers, no, like, you know, the, the directors and the producers. And I mean, even now with, um, I guess your, your new kind of, um, I don't know, uh, what do you call it? Um, kind of a label or brand or whatever you want to like, you know, you're very specific about talking to, yeah, that, that, you know, it's producers, it's video directors, it's artists. It's kind of like this collective thing. Like, have you always been on that shit or? Yeah. I mean, it, after my situation with Maceo from Daylight that's when I had to like really boss up. I said, I'm not just going to be no fucking artist with a label. You know them type, right. you know? Yeah. Like, that's not what I'm running here. This is not a team. This is not Biggie Jr. Mafia. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that ain't, <laughs> that ain't a shot. That's the, my niggas. Like I'm saying that that's not, this is not the metaphor of that. Right. 
I'm looking to become a competitive label force, no different than Interscope, Def Jam. It's just going to be done differently. But I realize that I still have, you know, people who want to hear some shit from me, so I got to supply and demand. I don't care right. if it's just a thousand motherfuckers. Like, I got to give those thousand people what they want, you know? And a lot of them want me to put foot in ass. So right. at the end of the day, that's, Good. that's what I'm about to do. I got enough me. Listen, I got more music than Tupac. I'm sitting on music. Remember now, every label I've been in, I don't know my masters. Uh, I was going to ask you that. Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Blues, man. Mm-mm. Yeah, so talk talk to us a little bit about that. Me- Meeks, who who did we talk to that has it? W- it was someone significant that um they had they left with all their math. Oh, we're Bishop Lamont. Bishop Lamont, yeah, right. He left yeah. aftermath with. We talked to Bishop Everything. about him. Yeah, we yeah exactly. Yeah, we talked to him about a month ago. DV, and he was just mm-hmm. kind of breaking down how he managed to to leave aftermath with all his shit. So. Um, I, I, I'm assuming it's somewhat of a similar, similar situation. Was this with Def Jam or all the labels you've been on or? Yeah. Tommy boy, Macy, all that. I mean, you know, listen, there's always a loophole in your contract. Right. Okay. When they agree to release your music on a certain said date, then they got 120 days to that actual signing. Guaranteed release release date, right? Yeah. Mm. You don't release my shit. There's the loophole. Give me my shit. I'm out. Right. You know, Damn. You, or you could just be political, you know, but me and Leo had a, a great relationship. I learned a lot about the industry being in that man office 98% of the time that I was in Def Jam. And I went up to Def Jam every day. Okay. Right. I wasn't that dude. Like at 18, I was, I understood, like, I need to be around this shit. I knew everybody. I knew Mona Scott, all them people in that building when nobody gave a fuck. I knew who Susan Burge was. I knew who everybody was up there. Kevin Lyles, Mike Kaiser, Julie Green. I knew everybody. So I came and greeted every woman with a kiss on the cheek and a shake of the hand. <laughs> Play you know boy. Like, yeah. Like it, it was imperative for me to be, for me to uh to show my appreciation because that situation helped change my life. It helped me buy my mother her first house at nineteen. Like there's a lot of shit that came from it. So that's the short. It's my story's too long, but yeah, sure. So, DV, where's that come from? Like, uh, you know, as far as background goes, mother, father, like what, what, who, who, who taught you that, you know, that's how you needed to maneuver in that situation and others. My mom okay. and my pops. You know what I'm saying? Like, my my mom's been in the music industry for thirty nine years. You could take that. Hmm. For 39 years, I, I'm i 39. Okay. You feel me? So she was singing with Chaka Khan and Luther Vandross and all kind of shit, touring hmm. the world, doing soul music, house music, everything. Like I watched hmm. the whole transition. When she realized I wanted to get in the music industry, she she stopped her whole career at the, at the peak of it, stopped it to get behind what I was doing. Oh, that's dope. she knew the horrors of this business. She knew. 
and they would try to call her. She was the first momager, the the aggressive one. And Dev Jam and shut it down. She word, she kicked Jay Z out of me in one time. Word to mother, she that's like, crazy. Jay Z, Jazzo, whatever now, his I, name is. You gotta, that's hold crazy. On, hold on now. That's hold, crazy. hold on, DV. You, you got you, you can't just say that in passing and not, not I was, elaborate on that a little cause, bit. Because you was talking about <laughs> Def Jam, I was about to ask you: Was you up there any of the days that <laughs> that Dame Dash was screaming on the whole Def Jam staff? Did you witness any when all of that was going? I mean, you know. I was I seen everything, but now nah, my mom's was like a Dame Dash, no bullshit. They okay. there peaches coming up to the so they slamming doors, doom 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 doom. <laughs> they do. They like, oh, she coming to get the bag, you know. <laughs> she even with the bag every time you're cutting the check. He never won no problems with my mom. He knew, like he gave her body hell. She gave him hell up there. But, you know, I had to, like, because after a while, it was getting out of control because then certain individuals chose to, like, come out come out their face and talk to right. differently and not knowing, like, we gangsters on this side of the fence. So you can't be really talking out your neck, especially with her. She different. She a different breed. You mm. know what I'm saying? So I had to, like, really reposition her and, you know, put it as my business manager so... She taught me enough to be able to deal with these dudes toe to toe, and okay. I do it very well. Like anybody that know me in this shit know know how I give it up. Like we don't we don't play on this side. I ain't last twenty years in this business without putting out an album for no reason. Gotcha. Wow. Real, that's real shit. So I'm saying something for real. Yeah, it right is. There. So 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 DV. So was uh so was your mother uh, involved at all in helping out? smooth or trigger or like kind of anyone else mm-hmm. during that time yeah. like okay yeah she was they were signed to her first oh like yeah they she was signed like that was the whole that was the whole arrangement in the situation because when i was signed to, to dr period they had 50 percent of my publishing and my mom's really wasn't with the shit you know so she she like, nah, well, in order for this deal to happen with Dev Chan, you know, like, y'all going to have to give my son all his publishing back, and I'll let Smooth and Trigger them out their contract, and everybody can go about their business. <laughs> and, and, and that's how I retained all my publishing and everything. I own everything. I'm, you know, I'm one of the first... A uh, uh, hip hop artist, quote unquote, to have a, a cleared record by Sade. Oh shit! Oh wow, that's big. Now I got I got facts. Like I, where she wrote me a letter and everything. I swear. Oh to God. That's really? Big. That's wow. big. Yeah, my yeah. yeah, my mom sing on the hook. She she you know she she was fucking with the story and the song and the dude that played on Nothing Come Between Us played the guitar on it. Mm. Dante Ross actually produced the track. Okay. It was cool. Yo, DV, just to be clear, Dante Ross and, and DR period are two different people, correct? <laughs> yeah. So we got <laughs> we got the info here that they were they were feuding creatively and business wise and and can you kind of talk about how that affected what 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 you were doing as as an artist? I look good. Y'all are good. Y'all got the <laughs> We don't fuck around, man. Yeah, we 
we want we want the people to know, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's an educational aspect to yeah. You know, and not only for our well, listeners, we 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 in here we in here tw- uh every week, man. We learn so much from talking to the cats like you, man. We just we just want to know, you know what I mean? So yeah, we 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 want yeah, the we want well, the real story. You know, I can't say he was a bad person. He just had different intentions for his own personal reasons, you know. He's a scrub. Um, Dante the yeah. scrub, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Dark, dark, I mean, he opened, I mean, it, it, I mean, my fans that, that's listening will probably be, you know, pissed to hear this portion of the conversation, but he openly admitted to me and my attorney, Theo Sotomayor, that he fucked up my career. Like, he literally like openly just said it like and Mm. put his head down and you know he felt like shit because i can't say he believed but it was just too much shit that just like even with 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 everlast and whitey force things the blues like that project was inspired by my whole style wow i did the first song with him the record ends that was done with me oh shit Yeah, we was walking to the store in Soho, man. Like, I remember because he was, you know, I don't know if he's still Muslim, but I know, you, well, once you're Muslim, you're never, never not going to be. But right. I'm I'm not saying that to be funny or no bullshit. I'm just saying you just never know the paths people choose after a while. But when I was conversing with him, you know, that's that's where he was. And um, he took it very seriously, and I respected that. And he was just telling me how dope, you know, my style was and how soulful and, you know, next thing I know, like ends the record that we did turned into some people will rob their mother for the ends. And I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. That sounds a little close. So I asked Dante, like, yeah, what's up? He's like, well, now that album is inspired by you. I said, okay, well, good. Then that means I'm getting a plaque, you know, I'm get a (laughs) shout out to the Grammys and all that. None of that happened, you know? So, there was just a lot of milkage, <laughs> you know, of this cow that wasn't, you know, a- appropriate in, in my from my perspective. But there were a lot of benefits that came from me and Dante's, uh, you know, work relationship. But, you know, I, I don't know, man. He was young, you know, and yeah. I guess his mind was wherever his mind was. But him and DR, period, they didn't see eye to eye. Okay. At all, you know, because they're both producers, you know, and D had his vision, and his vision is what got us to where, you know, where they wanted to sign us. So mm-hmm. it's like, well, why are you trying to reinvent the wheel? Like, let us do what the fuck we do, you know, and you just stay in your place. And once we get this shit popping, then you could start bringing in whatever you want to bring in. Right. So I, I saw and something. You didn't see it that way. So I saw, I saw something else too about them pulling, um, him making a call and pulling uh, the joint on the Nutty Professor. Yeah, my crew, my crew Damn, can't go for that. <laughs> so y'all are good. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, Tra- Tracy from High ninety seven actually that she loved that record. I hate that fucking song. <laughs> But she she loved my crew can't go for that like loved it and she added the song on her own she put the record in the in the program and he heard it and 
was mad. I didn't understand what the anger was about, you know. And he called up there and told him, take that shit off the fucking radio. Yeah, now, it, meanwhile, we competing with Ain't No Nigga from Jay-Z, Jay-Z and Foxy and then Touch Me, Tease Me right. with Foxy Brown and Case and, and Mary J. Boss. We the third single. We competing with that shit. So for Tracy to add our record, I mean, for me to hear new music by DVL, you know, I'm like, whoa, okay, we moving, you <laughs> right. know? And then this dickhead go and do that shit. I'm like, why? <laughs> did you, did you, you ever know? find out why? Or well, he, I mean, he just felt he. I guess he felt because he he didn't do it. You know, it was uh, like okay. it was. You know, in that time of the of the nineties, like it was a very sensitive time because everything was still analog. You think mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So credit was very important. You know, mm-hmm. motherfuckers was getting bumps on records. A bump, ladies and gentlemen, is when let's say I'm Timberland, the producer. And you're, I'm on your B side, but because I'm on your B side and I'm who I am, I get a bump off your A side. You mm. dig what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's because of me that's going to drive the, the 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 single in its entirety. Wow! Yeah. So you had a lot of that type of shit going on because it's still analog. You can't do no bump now because it's digital. Ain't no A and B side. On no damn iTunes, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> as much know, as I want there to be, different. there's not. <laughs> as much as yeah, I want there right? to be, so it's just it's two different. songs. It's, it's just different now. So, like with all of that being said, that you know, that's I guess for him that pissed him off because us as next level at the time, it was really Rage Against the Machine. We really set the tone for getting you know, uh, uh, production deals and label deals. Like, you know, Rockefeller, like, they was talking to DR and Rafik and them about what we did. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. word, because me, I had my deal, Trigger had his, Smooth had his, and Ron Wrecker had his deal over there with Faith Newman and Sony. Right. So we was doing what, what RZA was doing with Wu-Tang. Right. Early on, so... You know, it was a it was a lot. So we were really like, to be honest with you, we was the mavericks of the game. Motherfuckers wanted us out the way. Mm. Any way they could have got us out the way, they was trying. And you know, funny enough, they succeeded to some extent. You know, mm-hmm. they they succeeded because they were going hard. It was a lot of fucking sabotage and getting us out the way. Wow. Because we set the tone for that independent shit. Like, we was doing numbers. We were stealing shows from some of your A-list celebrities. We was performing on the Apollo with 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 twenty four karat gold gazelle frames and, <laughs> and Gucci link. We was we was looking like like eighties drug dealers on stage before any of these dudes was even wearing that shit. Like they was looking at us like we was crazy. Like how's these dudes getting all this money? Like what is going on with this next level shit? Hmm. So when next level made a move and we got our shit on you know, on on uh, on the videos, or like when we had Alan Ferguson, who was now Solange's, you know, husband. Like he shot Broken Language Two video. Oh shit! We paid for that shit out of our pocket. They didn't want that. They, you know what I'm saying? Like it was right. Jay Jesse Smith. We Chris Robinson first video Broken Language. Oh, I didn't know that. 
Man, Interesting. I can't make this shit up. Man. <laughs> wow. Know? So you know, for me, like I feel triumphant speaking to y'all and and putting out music at this portion of the game because I'm I'm new. They didn't get me. I slipped through their fingers. They didn't get me. They didn't scar me. I don't look all crazy and yeah. worn the fuck out. Like they didn't. They didn't get me, and I still managed to give my checks from this industry shit without them getting me. And, speaking and anybody to the champ that's in right the game now, know son. what that shit is. Like, yeah. they didn't get me. So now it's a free, clean slate, and this digital shit is the wave now. All right. What's your What's your biggest your biggest plans for for this new digital age? What What you What you What 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 bullets should everybody be dodging right now? Coming from DV. Shit, if I told him, then it'd fuck up my whole. <laughs> I think I think you still I think you still knock them down. But what what what? I what's, mean, me personally, yeah. I, I mean, you know, the God got catalog. No doubt. Like, that's what it's about. Cattle, I listen, at the end of the day, for me, and I know certain people are going to be mad for me saying this shit, and I don't give a fuck, but I like shit. I like Lil Uzi. I like some of that shit. Like, Hmm. for me, I listen to music from a different standpoint. I'm not listening for everybody to be lyrical. I'm listening sometimes for the intelligent factor and how they put their melodies together the arrangement of the song, the 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 you know what they chose to do melodically in the record. There's other components to music that make it special. Okay. So when I tap into certain shit, I tap into it from those frequencies. So for me, there's no way to dodge my bullets. <laughs> you know what I'm gotcha. saying? Like <laughs> you can't. You don't know what way I'm going to come because there's nothing in this shit I can't do. You know, and that's humbly speaking, like. I really love this shit. Like, I'm going to do it whether they give it to me or not. I'm going to do it whether I get the Grammy or not. I don't give a fuck about none of that. But I know I'm going to have those things because it's just destined for that to happen. Quincy Jones can't do what he doing forever. Somebody got to do it. Somebody right. else got to want to do it. it up. Puff yeah. can't do what he doing forever. Somebody else got to want to do what Puff doing. And that shit is me. Right, yeah. Period. So, so, uh, DV, what's what's your uh, what, what's the connection or I guess history with Daylaw, and not not to get not not to get into more dirty dirty laundry because that's not no, where I'm no, going. No, ain't no dirt. That's that's love. I mean, me and Mace had our our, our discrepancy, and I blame some of it on my youth. You know what I'm saying? Like at the time, I think I was 26. 27. Yeah. You know, like he just wanted to go in the direction. He foreseen this shit going to some digital shit. I'll give him that. Yeah. I I was still analog. I'm like, digital nigga, you wildin'. Because this is right after we lost the situation with Tommy Boy. I don't know for what reason. He just told me that's what it, what happened. Now was this like, um what was this was this because mm-hmm. didn't you you were weren't you on Tommy Boy Black Label and then you were on Mesa's shit or was that one and the same? Nah, really. What happened with that? Um, <clears throat> uh, Chris Atlas uh, wanted to do a, a, a one off, you know, a single. 
and I and I had a, a record that me and Knotts did called "The Attack Is On." Right. You know, we me and Knotts got tons of records. You know that he probably sitting on a whole bunch of shit. We just was out there recording. So I had that record, and then Jet Lee heard the shit and wanted it for the Black Mass movie. Right. And that, that yeah, that went two two, and then. Um, I went and was touring overseas, me and Smooth, actually. My mom's had set up some stuff for us to tour in Germany. And um, Co- uh, Corey Smith was was working with Daylight at the time. Right, Blacksmith and, and Qualley's yeah, homeboy and all that. Right. Yeah. So he was with Maceo, and he came over to me. Maceo was DJing at the venue where we was performing. And he came over to me and said, yo, Maceo wanted to holler at you. So I'm like, hey, a lot of niggas, like, we do street shit. Them ain't, ain't fucking with us. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's what I'm thinking, not knowing, you know, Maceo from Coney Island. This nigga, this is street as Right, I was oh, just yeah. about to say that. <laughs> if like, anybody they, from Daylight was going to be boy, fucking with like, it, it'd be Maceo. ain't no yeah. suckers. You yeah, so I'm absolutely. Like, right, cool. <laughs> so I'll go over there. He's like, I've been looking for you. I look around, I'm like, looking for me? You looking for me? He's like, nigga, I've been looking for you. He said since 92. So I'm like, so this motherfucker <laughs> had to been doing his homework. And I was right. cyphers burning everybody in 92. Like, if he's looking at, you know, I I knew he wasn't just talking out his ass. He's like, I want to do a single. And a single wind up turning into you know, me being on his Bear Mountain album, you know, his label situation. And then he put me in a, in a presidential situation where I was the president of the company for a minute. And, you know, and then we was just, just trying to figure it out. You know, Mace fear with, with me was that I was, you know, going to blow up and not relatively need him. And I'm like, dogs like we bros like you know what i'm saying like i ain't even thinking like that and but daylight was one of my best music experiences in the music industry that was one that like i was torn all over the fucking place with these dudes was doing like arenas that held like thirty thousand people in it and majority of those people were knowing who the fuck i was when i was getting on the stage right right like and they was introducing me to a whole new market of people that didn't know DVLE is Christ. Right. And it was just always positive, man. Like like every show, I met Scarface. Like so many, I met you know Tribe Called Quest. I met like a lot of my hip hop heroes. You know what I'm saying? Like I watched Buster Rhymes and Maceo have a conversation about me, and and you know, simultaneously said something that made them laugh. And, you know, I'm looking at this shit like, y'all, I was listening to these dudes as a kid. Like, what the fuck am I around? <laughs> right, right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, now I, like, I, I, this is, I'm not being diplomatic or none of that shit. My best hip-hop experience came, I, I gotta say, like, right after working with Smooth and them was with Daylight. Like, yeah. That was the shit. Like to do a record with Dela and Dilla, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, yeah, massive. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that shit was in True Crime Stories in New York. Like that shit was the number one game in the world. Like mm. it was just so much monumental shit that I did with them brothers. Like 
and I don't feel it's over. You know, I'm just getting my weight up right now. That's all. Right. That's what's up. So, um, what was I going to ask next? Oh, I know what it was. So I saw something somewhere about you and Smooth and Rhymefest at one point working on a joint for Detox. Damn, y'all just do on that. Good. You're on that. You're on that next. Yeah, you're on that next. All right. Yep. So I. Yeah. So what, what's up with that, DV? <laughs> yeah. Um, so wait a minute. First of all, Detox was real. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, that's yeah, number that one. Was <laughs> it was real. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> Chris Styles from uh, Dangerous LLC. They are uh, one of the 50s uh, producers at the time. Yeah, he did. Uh, what did he do? He did. Uh, uh, oh, shit. What did he they, do? The... They, did, they did In My Hood. They did Disco yeah. Inferno. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Disco and, Inferno. Uh, yeah. Uh, amusement Park. You know, it's a lot of shit, you know. Yeah, uh, joints. Window shopping. Mm. Window shopping, yeah. That's, a, that's your joint right there, Meeks. I know that's your joint. That motherfucker go hard. That shit's you hard. Know, I was around all of that, and I helped uh, pick a lot of tracks with Chris Styles for 50 and did some work with 50 and stuff like that. But um, Anyway, sorry, sidetrack there, DV. Yeah. Nah, that's cool. Um, So, yeah, uh, Styles had met up. I think his name was Alonzo, if I'm not mistaken. One of uh, Dre's, like, one of his uh, producers or bass players slash engineer. And he had came up to Quad, I guess, looking, you know, to work with different individuals to bring... Oh, uh, Alonzo from um, World Class Wrecking Crew? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Right. Yeah. Pull that up out of the there memory banks, didn't Yeah. Yeah, that's him. So, yeah, so he... Uh, uh, Spoke with Styles and Styles, they called me like, yo, I need to, you know, you to come and do a, a hook for this detox shit. So, I, you know, I was like, well, all right, cool. I'm over there. So when I came in, Ron Fester did. Now, Ron Fester never met me before. I, I, he ain't never heard of me before, which was which threw me off. I'm like, damn, is he a hip hop dude? But I was like, all right, that's that's humbling. All right. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> I said, let me call, you know, the first person I thought was Smooth, because Smooth did a lot of ghostwriting for, like, Foxy Brown, a lot of people, like, so I was like, this would be dope to have Smooth, and I spoke to Ron first, I said, you know Smooth, he's like, oh, shit, yeah, you know, you know Smooth, I was like, all right, cool, so I called Smooth, and Smooth was up there in 0.8 seconds, <laughs> gone, like, so we up there, and I went in the booth, and I started to record the hook, and I just kept saying, next track, next track, next track. And when I came out to prove a lot, I was like, what the fuck are you? Like, <laughs> how the fuck did you put all of these vocals together? Like, the hook was big. Right. I mean, I got a little recording on one of my little things, you know, like, but I'm not a greaseball, so I never, I never <laughs> leaked it, but... Oh man! If that record ever surfaces, I think I don't know who did it. It sounds like C's Monstrosity did the fucking track. To be honest with you, but it was bananas, mm. bananas. I, I'm just happy to say I had the opportunity of working on something for the aftermath project. That's right? dope. Yeah. Hey, uh, DV, how you how do you not connect? Where does that relationship come from? I met not well. Boogeyman is my cousin, 
Okay. And uh, my my brother, you know, had told me that Boogie had came up from VA and he had played him some beats that was fucking amazing. And I was like, what? And, you know, I, I had my deal. So I'm like, you know, my brother was like, yo, you got to hear these beats. So we driving around in my cousin Saturn listening to this nigga Nas's beats. I said, yo, man, I'm packing my bag. I'm coming down to, to VA. So I moved to VA. I moved to fucking Tidewater Park and stayed on right there, 1045 Holt Street, right there in Norfolk. Wow. Stayed there for like a year. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I just was locked in with knots. I just sleeping on the dude floor. Shit, I made the the attackers on on this nigga toilet with no lie. Pause with the door open. He in the other room on the ASR ten, and I'm yelling out the bathroom door like, "Yeah, put some more bass on that." <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, nah. Like we was just working, and then and Bink too, you know, because Bink oh, yeah. was staying out there. Yeah, they were managed you know, by the same cat at the same at, at that time, right? When it, weren't they on the same yeah, management? Yeah, yeah, Daryl Sloan. There you go. Yeah, we still trying to yeah, get so Daryl to hook us up with that knots interview, man. Yeah, Damn. DV, please, man. It seemed like you having it seemed like you having a good time with us tonight, man. Go back and tell your boy, man. We we serious about this thing. We would love to talk to him, man. We trying to get that cat for about two years now. We've been talking to we've been talking to Daryl on email, and I've been talking to Notch directly on Twitter. And for whatever reason, we just cannot make this this thing fucking connect. So, please, man, nah, if, there, cool. if there's I, any I way, you... <laughs> yeah, I speak to Daryl about that. Yeah, that's a flick of the wrist. Yeah. So, so, so you were in, so, so you, you you were just kind of camping out, and y'all were just working on shit together. You you were just that moved by the music. Yeah. You're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna move down there, and we're just gonna bang some shit out. Yeah, they used to you know make fun of me and be like, and and the price talk too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, not knowing I'm not relatively a person who does talk a lot. I only talk to people that I fuck with. And I just seen it. Like, I was compelled to tell them, like, yo, I'm telling you, bro, like, you're going to be that next shit. I saw it clairvoyantly. Like, I saw it. Why? You know, and then uh, like the what? opportunity for me and Lord Have Mercy came up. Oh. And Danny, Danny Castro had called me and asked me to do a record with Lord for this lyricist lounge shit. Hmm. And they wanted DJ Scratch, who was also a relative, to do the hook, to do the beat. So I'm like, all right, but I'm working with not, so my loyalty is going to be the squad. So I'm like, all right, well, look, I, t- <laughs> I got some beats from not, and I told Lord, I said, yo, listen to these beats I did. <laughs> you know, so he listening to the beats going crazy, like, oh, he just this game. So we heard that one beat that me and him used, you know, for the Holy Water record. And uh, we laid out vocals. He came up with two hooks. He said, say, say, say shit, Paul McCartney shit. I said, we ain't paying Michael Jackson for that shit. And then he came up with the Just Ice and Carrots one shit, the zoom, zoom, zoom. I said, yeah, that'll work. That's all we need to say in the hook. And we laid it. Buster came in the studio, lost his fucking mind. Mm. He was supposed to have been on the hook, too, actually. Oh, the Lord shit. didn't want that to happen. So that didn't happen. And But then before Buster left the studio, he was like, yo, who did this fucking beat? <laughs> you know? I was like, 
and we point the knots, not so slumped in the seat and shit, all quiet, you know, to himself. And he called, Buster called my mom the next day. Yo, I need to, I need to talk to them dudes. I need to get them dudes. I need to get some beats from them dudes. Mama Christ, he did, you know, he was determined. And then they they gave some tracks. The Lord had mercy. Holy and, shit! Uh, you know, me and Lord, you know, built a really dope relationship. And he knew it would have been a pivot to the 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 alley you some tracks to Buster because it would help oh, them yeah. and until you know until help help us too. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's how Knots and, and Buster connected was through this joint that you did with with uh, with Lord Have Mercy. Yeah, that oh, I mean. Shit. Yeah, I put they first. I gave them their first industry check from my own budget. You know, like that's really where it all started. And then the buzz started from this record we had called Candy together. Like, like Jay Z heard that shit. Like everybody heard that record. Lost their fucking mind. Like that. That record inspired shit like Hard Knock Life and all like like hmm. the style of the beat. You know what I'm saying? Like I had Hard Knock Life on the, on the King of Forty Five. Cassette tape. <laughs> he, that that beat was on the fucking cassette tape that I heard, but it sounds so much like the track I had with Knotts. I didn't fuck with it. So, wow. Yeah, Jay Z caught that one because I passed <laughs> on it. But wow. I had that <laughs> Wow. Facts though, but I already uh, had a beat from Knotts, and the shit has. I call my sugar candy. Like it was that it already felt like that shit. Mm, so I right. was like, nah, I'm not gonna use that. I'm gonna use the not shit. But now nah, I was like, I believed, you know what I'm saying? Like I I, I knew Knox was gonna become everything he is right now. That's I what's up. It. I saw it for Bink too. I saw it for a lot of people, man. Just it's like dope. they all saw it for me. Yeah. I mean, everybody's question at this point is like, what the fuck? Like, why? Not to say it's just God's plan. Everybody, everybody get their turn. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. Yeah. Yep. Well, I, I'm an idiot for not realizing or remembering that that was a Knotts joint because that was one of my favorite records off the Lyricist Lounge album. Mm. One of my favorite records that I, I I don't know I don't know if I missed that or just never knew or maybe at the time I just didn't care but I had no idea that was a notch joint that was probably what was that one of his kind of earlier placements uh uh DB yeah, okay because then after that was the first three records on Extension Level Event which was mm-hmm. Lord Have Mercy right mm-hmm. right 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 mm-hmm. and then the fucking and remix for uh. Yeah, what was the big fucking remix he did though for for he didn't he do the remix for um for Puff and Busta um oh what was the shit yeah and then he did some shit with Doc for Doctor Dre too with the Snoop record that's right yes that's right oh man what a joint god damn oh anyway a lot man a lot man Jay Dilla God bless us so love not yo Doctor Dre love not. Every everybody that 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 I respect in the music industry love Knotts. It's yeah. like how could you not? His sound is so fucking infectious. Yeah. When and when I heard him, he was working with like primitive shit. I kid you. I mean, his ASR ten was on the breaker, but he would <laughs> how he would would make the bass and know each note. Never read music. He would just, I swear to God, the beat would come on. 
And as soon as he hit the bass line, he just knew which key to hit that shit. It was it man. never failed. Man. That's man, to see him. And his, and his son, his son is even more crazier. My godson, he, he, he's a monster. Like, I heard some shit on, on uh, his Instagram that he was playing. I was just about to say, I get my money's worth from Instagram every time I see him post uh, a beat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he he murders the machine like no other man. It's yeah. crazy. So yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm I feel blessed to uh, you know be at this stage of the game and be able to converse my story to the likes of individuals like y'all. Yeah, who who I see as connoisseurs and did your homework because I be having interviews and I be having to dominate the interview because the person interviewing me don't really know too much about the nigga, so I got to, like, take it over and make sure that I ask myself the questions (laughs) rhetorically (laughs) into the shit. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Well, nah, like I said, man, we we be getting the education at the same time, so it's, it's... it's just it's just very important for us to be as as thorough as possible, man. Nah, so, that's what's up. So, like, DV, what what um mm-hmm. what? So, so so who's the who's who's the next shit? Like who um you got some young producers on the roster? Some guys that you're watching? Well, I, I guess if you're watching them, you don't want to let their names out. But like, what's what's the nah, new roster look like? Nah. Or what what are you what are you building right now with um you know with the, with the, well, with the new pool? I'm, I'm working with Young Praise. You know, praise praises that shit. Oh, from the um, DMV, from from DC. Yeah, yeah. I've been working with praise for about six, seven years now. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've been working with praise for heavy for a minute. Yeah, we're, we got we're, some shit to come. Yeah, we're big fans of praise. Um, and we're uh we're close with Super Superstition. Superstition's been doing a lot of work with him, so that's kind of how we know yeah. him. And through um, I guess all the shit he's done with Torre and Sky Zoo and all those guys. That that kid's yeah. dope, man. They're really they're really sleeping yeah, on him. Yeah, nah, he's talented, but nah, it's going to change. It's, 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 I mean, I, listen, the shit we got, <laughs> man, like we got some shit. Uh, who else? Surplus. He's another one I've been working. He's dope. He's from the West Coast. Okay. Um, Science. He's dope. Kenny Keys. Uh, Donnell Smokes. Um, shit. Didn't uh, um, didn't uh, Wordsworth do a joint with Donnell Smokes, or he's gonna do a joint with him, or yeah, something like that? Yeah. Okay. The homie Kick Kick just did the Master Ace album. Yeah, Kick is a monster. Oh, he did and, the um, um the, the brand new the brand new Ace album that just came out. Yeah. Okay. Um, UG from the Dwellers, like he got mm. niggas bananas on the beats. Nick Wiz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, I got some, you know, like I'm uh, my my boy Grande, like he's a he's a problem. My boy Crazy African, like I like I'm 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 fucking with some with some with some beats, and I produce too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's I mean, but it's it's like I'm I'm not uh, biased. My, my you know my my music rep Omar Ecot, like he picks a he like he they like he like my shy money in a sense. Like he get the beats. And he just send them to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Yeah, and I just go through them. I don't even be caring who did it. And I actually got that concept from 50 because when 50 would get beat, 
he wouldn't know who did shit. He just put them all on the CD, and he he whatever he gravitated to is what he chose. Interesting. It didn't matter who did the beat. Yes. So that's kind of the same formula that I use a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You know who was telling me a similar story like that that does that? Uh, actually, and it, it's pretty fitting. I was talking to, to Jay, J57, and he said that um, Homeboy Sandman works like that. Hmm. He said that he just loads up his whatever, his iPhone or iPod or whatever it is with whoever sent him beats, and he's always got whatever, two or 300 beats from whoever has sent him some shit and he'll just hit play on that play on it one day or, you know, as he's kind of, you know, whatever in that process. And he doesn't care who did it, what it is. He doesn't know who did it and he'll just start writing. And that's how he comes up with his projects and singles and whatever. It's a very kind of, um, yeah, it's just a very, um, Natural. It's a spiritual process. Exactly. Yeah, I, was like, yeah I, was tr- I was trying to find the the right word for it. A very kind of almost like Zen or Buddhist kind of like a pro- like just whatever comes to you is what happens. Hmm. Um, yeah, you're not being biased. You're not saying, oh, Just Blaze did this, so I'm a, you know, like in most cases, the producer has their tags on shit. Oh, like this other producer I work with, Superb Clawson. He's a beast. Whew. Like, it's yo, man, like, that's one thing. I pick beats like my polo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Two L's. Like, I pick my beats like my polo. I pick my beats like my women. You feel me? Like, it, it's it's very important that the beat suits what it is that I'm, that, that I'm, I'm a funk baby. I love funk. The, the yes, funk, sir. you can't never lose with the funk. Yep. This is, right. so, this is true. This is true. Look at Childish Gambino. Look at Childish Gambino. Whole, whole album just dropped. That's all funk shit. Everybody comes back yeah. around to it, man. One one way or another. Look at fucking Kendrick. Look at it. Everybody always ends up coming back around to the funk, man. Yeah, the funk and jazz is like the fusion yep. of it. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm uh, like, just expect all kind of shit. Expect the house album. Like, expect all kind of shit from me because... <laughs> You're not listen. I'm gonna make it listen. You you won't you like you fuck around hit me with the Dixie chicks or some shit. Like I swear to God. Like, hey hey, those country checks. Those country checks are absolutely are some real. serious shit to reckon with. Those country- you know, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Like this shit is so like it's like the 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 check for me. Like the music check from a, from an artist standpoint is isn't really the goal. The label check, you know, that billion, that's important because then I have the ability to, to to become a competitive force in the music industry. Right. But for me, what's important is to give people that 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 breath of fresh air from a music standpoint. So if they hear me doing the right, you remember when you would hear Wyclef, you know, just be all across the 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 the, the board, you know, he working with with Kenny Rogers, you know, like just really dope collaborative records with Nas and, and Lauren Hill did I Rule the World. You don't relatively hear the, those records that just make you, you, you get it, but it, it don't be enough of it. It's like Kendrick drops some shit and then he chill for a minute, then Cole come out and then, you know, 
Now Absol just dropped some shit, thank God. You know, it's like, mm. but it's 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 not enough because them as artists aren't inspired enough because it ain't enough of them out. Right. Right? Makes sense, right? Yes, very but much when you so. Look at the tra- when you look at the track epidemic, right, it's enough of it out for, each other, for them to feed off of each other. Right. right. This is true. Right. Yeah. So we just got to put more music out. This shit ain't even about the money is whatever. That shit come in droves. Once you popular now, that shit is as easy as it ever. It ain't how, how we was getting it in the 90s, right, right, but right. it comes. Right. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So the money is whatever. Like, really and truly, it is about giving people visual experiences, you know, very simplistic, because the eye these days, it only is, it, like, the way they got us all programmed, the eye only is able to, to process a certain amount of images at one time. Right. That's just a fact. Yeah. We robots, homie. Like, we all programmed to a certain rhythm me i'm a maverick i'm a pisces i just don't fuck with rules well you know what i'm saying so <laughs> I, I could never like conformity is just not a part of my my blood type and i could tell it ain't a part of y'all's either you dig what i'm uh, saying it's funny but, uh, it's funny you say that i'm a pisces too i'm march hey, I'm 8th uh, self is a pisces <laughs> oh, too god damn i'm surrounded in here man <laughs> march 8th march 18th man. oh we're okay all right Oh, you're, and, and self is March 16th, so there you go. Meeks, you're just shit out of luck yeah, over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm you're, cool, though. You're, I'm cool. You're Gem- Meeks is Gemini. Meeks is a Gemini. I ain't right? no damn Gemini. No, you're a Libra. I'm, I'm sorry, Libra. Libra, <laughs> Libra the, bur- the bourbon has affected my brain. You're a Libra. That, I'm sorry. That two-faced shit on <laughs> me. <laughs> Hey, hey, but you know what? Libras are dual signs, too, so he's, yeah. he's swimming in the right water. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? yeah no doubt. But I'm just saying, like, yo, overall, like, I'm I'm really about passion over physicality. You dig what I'm saying? Like this this shit is it's it's a mission for me. I feel that I I let a few few fans down. You know, like people who were really rooting for me. But I I have to say to those if they listening, like there's a method to my madness. If I would have struck when the when the people wanted me to, mm-hmm. they'd have finished me. Right. It'd have right. been over They'd already. They'd have finished me. Yeah. They'd have burnt me the fuck out. I'd yeah. have been on everybody record, like Nate Dog, and they'd have burnt me the fuck out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Three to five year rip, maybe seven if you're lucky, and then it's a wrap. Mm. More or less. Come on. No one in this industry yeah. got a story like mine. There is no one who has been in this industry who survived merely off of features and hooks for 20 years and has sustained themselves. Hmm. I don't know anybody. Yeah, that's real shit. That's right. So for, for me, it's a blessing. I I give all that glory to the creator. Dope. And, and just positioning my karma right because ain't no shit nobody can say about me. It's more people done did crazy shit to me that I still don't understand. Like if I put you in position... <laughs> reciprocity should be the inevitable, right? You mm. know, like that's... You would think that's, so. That's, you would, you think, would think so. You would but, think so. But it, it, it's not. Yeah. A closed mouth relatively relatively doesn't Does get not fed. Get fed. Has, you, yeah. you have to speak the fuck up in this industry. You cannot sit back and say, oh, well... Because people just be in their in own 
shit, you don't know what backdoor issues people be having in their personal lives. Sometimes you just got to tap a motherfucker on their shoulder like, yo, homie, mm. remember, woo, 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 woo. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, where we going with this shit? <laughs> right, right. That's correct. Yo, we um we 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 had enough of your time, DV. But I got I just got one more thing, man. I'm looking at your merch, and uh, I'm I'm oh yeah, I'm trying not to pull my wallet out right now. I'm gonna have <laughs> Yo, to you come talking back. about the, you talking about the hat, the hat, man, the, the hats hat and the up. shirts, the hats <laughs> and the shirts. I'm trying to be out on the town in some of this shit within the next two weeks. I, I personally love the hat. That's my favorite shit right now. Yo, is this your your <laughs> first? Is this your first venture with with merch, or have you have you done merch before? Or this is like your first your first venture with that. I mean, I did merch before, but I mainly did it when I went overseas. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause they'll they'll buy the sweaty shirt off your fucking back. You know okay. What I'm yeah, we were just talking about that earlier, weren't we, self? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we were just talking about that earlier. Touring, you got to get out there with that merch too. That's how you make yeah, dough. Yeah, it's different. But this this is the first time I actually said I'm gonna take, you know, uh, merch and and branding myself seriously. Like I really want the people and my fans to to to, to expect an experience. You know, like not me just hitting niggas with a few records and I disappear like I usually do. Like, mm-hmm. nah, I'm not doing that. Like, the zero starts when March 18th is. I'll be 40. It's like that's when it starts. You will never be 20. You'll never be 30. You'll never be 10 again. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when you hit a, a zero numbers, it start right at zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I'm gonna give people. Everything, because my, my transition after this is exact. Like, you know, like, I'm going to do music, but I see myself in that position, kind of like a Dr. Dre, Quincy Jones. Like, I'm p- comprising projects, but I'm not looking to, after this 10-year stretch, to just be focusing on being an artist. There's so much other fucking talent that need to be heard. Don't. Yeah. This is true. Wow. Now, now, now the hat makes even more sense to me. No doubt, you know, <laughs> shit is real. Pisces, man. the dark. Yeah, shit I'm is just real. I'm, I'm just uh, yeah. yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's uh, the bitch, you know, Pisces. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, 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 exactly. This, this, you know, this holy trinity. It's 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 so synonymous to 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 my being. You know, yeah. like I, I I just felt like. You know, Wu Tang had a symbol. You like, you know, everybody that comes out has some type of symbol. And I just thought it would be dope for you know for me to have something that I could say. Well, I'm a superhero too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm real That's fucked so up because like, I'm I'm 40 on March 8th too, man. Like I'm real fucked up right now. You're 40 on March. <laughs> you're, you're you're 40 on March what 18th? Yes, sir. Yeah, I'm forty. I'm forty on March eighth. Wow, what the hell? <laughs> right? Talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yo, listen. All all of my peers that's winning are in my age group. You know, I don't anybody younger than me. They they scratching the surface. They ain't doing what fifty doing or Jay or right. Nas like yeah. dudes is venturing into shit. I mean, come on, Nas got Davies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing about Dave East since 2012, 2013 through my homie Pooch Loke. Like, he was putting me on about about Dave East. So, 
That's he was up. driving around with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant get busy too. Hmm. Oh, oh what? Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Durant can rap. What? For real, for real. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It, not it, no, not no Kobe. Come on rap. now. Nah, he can rap. <clears throat> Words. I, I think they took those videos <laughs> off of YouTube. Dang. Oh, oh word! Oh, the NBA wasn't having that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nah, but he get busy. That's what's up. Wow, L. Oh my God, we well, we could go on for. <laughs> yeah, this, you know, like I'm, I'm so comfortable with you guys, man. I'm telling you, you guys are you get, get one of them. Just be clear, like there's there's gonna be a part two. There'll be a few parts because as 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 my career uh, grows, I would definitely like to just stay in communication with you guys. So I oh, absolutely. It's a done deal. You know, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Got my word on that. Not you, you a gotta, problem. You got to come down south and host a show with us, DV. Oh, I fucks with it. Yeah, just come to the A, man. We're here. Hell, yeah, South is here. My sister used to live in Marietta. That's yeah, where I live. So that's where right, I'm at. We in Marietta right now. Yeah, that's where we're at, man. That's where <laughs> I live. Yeah, I was in Onyx and all that. Oh <laughs> shit! He so was I was fell in love with a stripper. Out that, bitch, so. yeah. that shit ain't hard to do. <laughs> not down here. Yeah, no, it's not. You get she caught up. Like, she smelled like some, like some butter bath cream, man. Watermelon. Mm. I don't know what the fuck. That was, she just smelled good as. And it was man. so nice. Man, I don't know when that was, but you can, you can, you, they smell like that, and you can add gunpowder and money to that too. Cause, yeah, cause this I, you is, know what? I was in there early, though. We yeah. were setting up balloons and shit for my sister. <laughs> yeah, so it was a little early. So I think I caught her before the gunpowder shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her a few hundred and told her shit with me the whole fucking night. Right, uh, right, right. The, yeah, I'm like that. I'm one of them niggas. I just cobra clutch one and yeah. he's with me. That's what you do. That's what you do. Yeah, Meeks and, uh, Meeks and Mello and I blew up. Uh, blew a little, blew a little dough from our blew a, well, from an our advance. Man. Yeah, blew blew blew, blew, uh, blew a little licensing deal from uh, from DJ Newmark actually for one of our joints at a strip club. For Outside my, the what Newmark. Was that? What was that for? That was my, that was your my, bachelor, my party. bachelor party. Yep, there you go. So it happens. It happens regularly around this th- th- these parts, man. Yeah, so. man. Shouts out to New Mall for that. I was thinking about that yeah. the other day, yeah. man. We went through them racks. That was a good night. Hell that was a damn yeah, good night. So, yeah, hey, you only lived once, man. Fuck. Yeah, That's man. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We sent my I mean, man I ain't out with right. The shit now, but you know, I was with the shit before, but I ain't with the shit now. I hear you. Nah, it's it's too much. You got too much real shit popping off, man. It's 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 it's, yeah, it's down to base. Years old, too, yeah, man. man. Like I ain't with the shit. Yeah, like, yeah. She in tune. Like nah, I ain't. Uh, uh-uh, I'm good. Yeah. Time to do real I'm, things. Yes, yeah, yeah, man. It's it's the music. We need some different shit. You know, I got I got some. I I feel I have some some shit man like I, I really do I I just try to stay in the balance of humility because I hear so many people you know and they talk oh, I'm the greatest I'm the you know and that shit you know it just never pans out mm, <laughs> right yeah. when it when it's all said and done I just say man just listen man when yeah. it comes 
Yeah, it's, it's gonna come. That's what it's yeah, all let about. Let the music man. do the talking, man. That's For all you sure. got to do. Just put the music out, put the music up, and everything else will handle itself. For sure, man. We ready for everything you got in store for us, man. So we're gonna be looking out for it, and and as soon as we get it, we put it on. Yeah, I appreciate it, man, and I appreciate y'all having me on the show. You know, any drops, anything y'all need from me on this, and you know, it's all love, man. You know, J fifty seven. That's the homie, we locked in, so we no got doubt. a lot of work to do. Yes, yep. sir. And we appreciate you more. Yes, sir. No doubt. All right, so hang tight, DV. We're going to wrap up. Oh, re- real quick. Please tell everyone where they can go to buy some things from you. That's the most important thing right now, where where they can go to get the music and where they can get go get one of those hats, one of those T-shirts. They can. Uh, you can go to www.christ.com. That's K-H-R-Y-S-T. Dot com or you could go to to the to the label site the gsupinc.com that's d g s u p i n c.com and uh to to my fans that you got questions about the industry you you know you need some enlightenment on a few things you know you just need to build you can hit me up at needchrist.com <laughs> needchrist.com god man yeah. Yeah, I love it's, it. It's serious. You could come get the word of Christ, you know, and it won't cost you a price. <laughs> Man. I ain't got no collection plates. I ain't got none of that. <laughs> Whatever questions you need about the end, you need game, hit me up. Subscribe. I got game for you. That's word. what's up. Word. All right. DV, hang tight. We're going to wrap this up. Thank you again, my brother. We really appreciate it. Thank you, man. Appreciate All right. y'all. Beautiful. All right. Uh, all right, Mr. Meeks. Wow. Man, I'm ready to quit my job, Woo-wee. man. Man, what think, a night. I think oh, we Lord. I think we hit a hell of a stride tonight, man. Yeah, we I wanna did. tell you what. But, yeah, we uh, did. That was this was awesome, man. So well. Yeah, it was. Hey man. All right. Let's get to it. <clears throat> well, hey, this is Southern Vanguard Radio. This yes. is an interview session. You can catch us twice a week. Tuesdays, it's a mix show. All the latest fly shit cut up and sliced up like it should be. Meeks and I just talking fucking crazy off this Four Roses and whatever whatever good craft beer we got in the cooler. Yeah. And then on Thursdays, you got an interview session just like the one you heard uh, tonight or today or whenever you push play. So please follow, share, like, subscribe well on done. SoundCloud, iTunes Podcast. Mixcloud, Stitcher Radio, real quick, our affiliates. Yes, uh, ATLHipHop.com, uh, Raw Radio, I Am Classic, uh, right here in Atlanta, WRBB, Return of the Boom Bap, right here in Atlanta as well, and uh, Soul Public Radio out on the West Coast. Yeah, real quick, our sponsors, Beat Lab USA. Yep, Lavish Stoner. Uh, yeah, Lavish Stoner, Tucker and Bloom. Tucker and Bloom. They are bad people. We out. Southern Vanguard Radio. Peace. Peace. Peace.